even say illusion. I would just be like context because we all understand that. that. Like, there you go. You and I have a history. We have a, a rapport. So yeah, I don't mind you using my first name. I can use your whatever. However, if I don't know you, don't call me Wooly. Start off with Mr. Pierre and then allow me to be like, no, nah, no, nah, it's all right. We know each other now. Call me Wooly. So and I the think adults that, understood it. They're yeah. like, this is our community norm. The number of people that were like, oh my goodness, this is this. Thank you so very much. This took <laughs> the pressure off of me because I hadn't bought clothes during COVID. Literally, I was just like, oh, this was like the smallest thing that I could have done for my staff. Show them that I have their back, that I believe in them, that I'm willing to worst case scenario someone comes talks to me and then I tell you guys but like until someone comes to tell me like this is an absolute lie like I know it's gonna fire me because y'all are in jeans <laughs> let's right. be careful about that so like I, but I didn't have that social capital earlier in my years now I do so I'm like all right you know this is the thing that's gonna give you that one percent of joy in coming to work let, what's, let me give that to you let's I can do that let's do it it's the it's but not every school leader, and to your point, it's like I've never sat in a PD where someone explicitly um, taught us how to trade that off or how to manage. But I did sit in a PD. I forgot the name of them. Uh, I can't think of the name. But basically, it wasn't an ed-led PD, right? Like, I think it was like a business, two business, um, two men in business. And basically, it's like the idea of, like, how do you create the illusion of joy and contentment on at the workplace and it was all psychology based it's like the idea that people remember the first thing and the last thing that you did so they're basically like okay if you want if you want people to remember a positive school year start off on a really high note in august and end on a really big bang in june right Mm -hmm. i think that's a hard like my people like why do you invest so much in graduation in eighth grade you know it's only a little milestone i'm like that might be for you yeah. But teachers, it's the emotional gut wrench. They cry. And so graduation is production. We go to the high school. We have graduation in the audio. Yes. Out of like in four years, you guys will be here again. Like, and the teachers really get it. Like they sob. And, and every year, everyone's like, the highlight of this year was graduating. It does not matter that. <laughs> trash right for real my number one fight last year coming back in person i was like if you ask me to come back i must be able to run a graduation in person Mm. like if that's the thing you're gonna die on like it's the thing i'm gonna die on and that day of school we'll go to graduation the staff was crying they forgot about how annoying and frustrating (laughs) re-entering like having to wear the mask and the temperature checks and the covid test and like half your class being out all the time and like all of that goes gets washed out in the rain because they're really they're looking at the kids and they're like this group of kids they made it we got them here over COVID and let's throw some beautiful pictures and let's do the balloons and let's have like student speeches and the thank yous and like let's make it amp up the emotionality and people are like oh my goodness I just and so I'm like really I'm like okay I'm gonna I'm going to genuinely put in the work to try to cultivate a positive staff culture, but I'm not above using the psychology neither, right? Like it, it is a thing, right? Before breaks, there's a reason why some networks are giving swag out. It's because yeah. we need to go into break and be like, I love my network. Let's Yeah, get- man. Right? <laughs> 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 like, 
on. Y'all just stressed me out. But you know what? I'm not mad. I had I was at a network. Uh, it was so funny. I I was they were giving principal awards, and it was like we would just work so hard. And we went to principal award. And uh, that first year they gave out an iPad. I'm not gonna lie, I was so hyped. I was because the concept that someone gave me an iPad as a gift. Yeah. It's just like I know, I know, I know y'all, I know the trick. Y'all are trying to get me to work even harder for y'all. But the iPad momentarily made me forget. Worked, it worked. <laughs> it, you know, and to your point, it's like, yeah. and I tell people, like, right, it's not just about the teacher appreciation. You can't, my admin team, I had to explicitly tell them, you can't overly invest in like the the cards and like you know the small gifts and stuff without actually doing the work to show people that you're invested in them you got both right and you can't only do one yeah so as an admin team right there's a point especially during covid it's like y'all as teachers do not understand all the logistics that we are managing behind the scenes to make sure your job is like one percent sustainable Mm -hmm. right don't know the number of hits that we're taking. Like my job is not happening because for the first two hours of the day, all I'm doing is COVID testing and follow up with families, with the nurse, and like, and that that's a hit I'm taking for y'all, right? And at the same time, because the teachers don't have visibility into your workflow, there's no way that they could be appreciative of it. And so you don't want to create a dynamic of resentment find another way to to show them appreciation and give them a chance to show appreciation for you and I think sometimes that that happens in communities where you know I'm not discounting that you're not working really hard as a teacher but also you you also don't know what I'm doing (laughs) right right right, right. um and, and and sometimes it's like the I needed you know I needed paper clips and no one no one brought me the paper clips I called the office today I'm like ma'am and sir there was an angry parent, a bus that never showed up, lunches that are late, and we are COVID testing. And I am so very sorry because I was the person at the front office who picked up the phone and said, yep, yep, we're going to get you paper clips. And then I hung up and I got sidetracked and I need you to give me some grace. <laughs> um, and, and sometimes that sweatshirt is the thing that someone's going to be like, you know what? <laughs> Thank you for the sweatshirt and I'm going to give you some grace. <laughs> Number one, I really hope that you you find the the reference so I can share with the rest of the community. But you saying that is making me think of I have this custom of saying to my kiddos jokingly, Friday, Friday when I dismiss them at the end of the day, I'm like, I love you kiddos, but I'm not gonna see you tomorrow. I will not be coming here tomorrow. And it's become this routine where the kids now will be like, Mr. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Mr. See you tomorrow. I'm like, nah, kiddos, I love you, but I am not seeing you tomorrow. And now realizing that um, what you just said about like having the end and the beginning. So Monday mornings, we have our, our awards, our Monday morning meetings of awarding kiddos. We're like, hey, this is what you did last week. I'm all the wonderful things. So that happens first thing Monday. And then, like you said, bookending it with on Fridays. Of, here's this other moment of joy of like, you did these great things. I love you, but I'm not seeing you tomorrow. And the kids understanding the tongue in cheek of like, all right, sweet. We can say this to Mr. <laughs> Mr. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Nah, kids. Nah, kids. Not tomorrow. Um, and then even for them, like, Mr. We'll see you next week. Now they know that we're going on spring break or any mm-hmm. break. It's like, we'll see you next week. And they wait for me to be like, nah, kiddos, I love you, but I will not see you. Like, yep. that little thing, the little things aren't 
the little things are the things that matter the most because those mm-hmm. little things will keep little things from becoming big things because like you mm-hmm. said it may start off as this little thing of like look I just didn't know if I'm a veteran teacher that or if I'm a new teacher looking at a veteran who just knows like hey I've done this a couple of times I know the flow of the academic year and so when I see you new teacher walking in one minute before the start or the start of the day and I don't see you because now because of COVID also we're sort of at least at our campus like it's semi-isolated but it's not because we're trying mm-hmm. not to mingle too too much but then like you said things change and mask are on mask are off love it whatever but if it's not explicitly said of like hey new teacher i see you here every single day you're present every single day mm-hmm. when you take your days off we know you're taking days off because it's it's already planned and whatnot or even if it is a day that you don't that you you call in sick we know that you are trustworthy. We believe you as a, an educator. Mm-hmm. And so if you've made that decision, we trust that it was the best decision. Similarly to, hey, if I'm a teacher and my admin walks in and observes me, they see so-and-so kiddo with their head down. And if I don't address it, they trust me enough that they're not going to address it in the moment. But afterwards, like, hey, Mr. Mister, why didn't you do that? And then I can fill them in like, hey, this is what's happened. This is the part that you didn't see give you context so that you know mm-hmm. oh it's not that I was ignoring him or letting things slide but there's a reason there's a rationale <laughs> and I can give you that rationale and thank you for trusting me enough believing me enough as a able-bodied educator to be able to to make that choice so a lot of what you just said resonated uh, for me and I hope it resonates for whoever's listening though like gas them up first thing in the morning gas adults <laughs> need it yeah. sometimes we like Sometimes we minimize it, but I literally like one year we gave out, um, you know, in the yearbook, you know, in a high school yearbook where they have like the superlative awards. Yep, yep, yep. And it's always like funny people vote them in and stuff. One time we did that as a staff, and like people were like, oh my God, that was the best December send off ever. I'm so happy that my colleagues see that I'm best dressed, right? Like it, had nothing to be of the teacher, but it was just like a joy moment. And sometimes, sometimes what people need as adults, kind of like within your classroom, sometimes you need, you need to be seen and being seen could mean different things for different kids at different times in the year. Right. So like maybe being seen in September means that my teacher knows my name. Yeah. Adult, right. For me in my building Especially for me, I don't manage a lot of, I manage two teachers directly. Everybody else is managed by somebody else. And so like sometimes for my, my, my newer staff, them knowing that I see them is important. I know your name. I know the name of your dog. I know that, you know, you, you had a birthday last weekend. You spent the weekend party. And I remembered that. Right. So the the my staff has a joke of like if you get in the elevator with me Curly, she's gonna get you to unveil her your deepest darkest secrets i have a way I got, <laughs> i'm gonna get deep yeah. <laughs> so is your kid good did they get into college you you and that boyfriend still working out like what what you on the apps like i'm asking that question i got 30 seconds till we get <laughs> and you got no choice but to answer it. and it's, it's always it catches people off guard and it's one way that people feel seen because now I'm creating my collection of facts and anecdotes about people. The next time I see you, I help you see, I help you feel seen by bringing some of that information. Sometimes being seen is also like hearing your valid feedback. You're like, Hey, y'all made this decision. 
And here's how it impacted me. Here's what you guys didn't plan for. And I need you to hear me. And that means I'm, I'm giving, here's my Calendly link. Click on that Calendly link, put time on my calendar. Like me telling myself, like you have the agency to click a link and schedule time that's on my calendar it is now a formal meeting that I'm showing up to. And they're like, oh, oh snaps. So-and-so did it. They said it worked. So-and-so did it. All right, let me schedule a meeting with me, really. So you schedule a meeting, they show up, and I and I see you by listening to your feedback. Sometimes being seen as me showing up on a Friday PD, and you're like, y'all, we worked really hard this week, and guess what? PD is going to be canceled because I want to go home. It's 2 o'clock. Let's beat traffic. Your PD, we're going to tell our bosses that we're working on deliverables, but it's really just take your time and do do what you need to do. And we all agree. And the people like, oh. see you. Thank you so much, right? <laughs> Who wants to do PD the day before break? Nobody, okay? Who yeah. thought that was a good idea? That, that's work time. It, it's in the calendar. It says we're in PD, but that PD might be you in transit. Like, it's okay. It's okay. Other times, it's like, I got to write you the handwritten note. Sometimes it's me observing. And I've definitely done observations where all I do is send you some glows. Like, hey, so, so it's been amazing to see how you have grown as a, as a teacher. Here, here are the fantastic, replicable things I saw in your classroom. Thank you so very much for letting me be part of your space for 30 minutes or 15 minutes or five minutes, right? And, and sometimes it's them understanding, oh, Meekly sees me not just, you know, for the opportunities of growth or what I'm not doing well, but she sees that I'm doing good work and she acknowledges that. Sometimes me seeing you also means that we have to have some tougher conversations as a community to make your experience better in our community. Yeah. And people that, you know, if you come to me, I've definitely, we have a teacher workroom. It's not my favorite thing. I, I, I think it's a terrible concept to have all the adults in your building, basically in one workroom. but it's, I, I found the school, I came to the school and it was already a thing in our school and take too much work to deconstruct it and get people's desks other places. I have tried, <laughs> what did I do? Financially does not make sense, right? The classrooms don't have space for teacher desks. So although majority of my teacher is in the teacher workroom, but you can imagine that with, you know, 30 adults in a workroom, there's drama, there's dynamics. Ooh, and so yeah, yeah. scene is, you know, me seeing you as a, a, a more novice teacher coming to be like, hey, something was set upstairs and I'm bringing it to you because I don't know how to have this conversation with my colleague. Can you coach me on how to have that conversation? And that's me seeing you and giving you, like, giving you validity, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm like, that 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 is uncomfortable let's let's role play let's some here's some of the language here's some assumptions I wouldn't make here's how we assume the best of each other so like to your point and you understanding with kids like it's not a one-size-fits-all with adults it's not a one-size-fits-all and you're constantly sometimes like I, my admin team because sometimes it's like you want a band-aid you're like yo people are feeling really run down can we just do a happy hour I'm like that's not gonna solve it because the rundown that they're feeling right now is because to our earlier conversation, they have too many deliverables. So instead of scheduling a happy hour, let's have a transparent conversation. Like, what are we prioritizing as a school community? What can we tell people to deprioritize? Because that actually is going to be the difference in people feeling better versus here's a drink on us. Right, right, right. Other times where you're like, free food, you didn't pack a lunch, don't worry about it. We, 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 we got you. Pizza and wings. Just show up to the teacher workroom at 12. And, and that genuinely has an impact. 
So it isn't a one size fit all. And you, you, you got to make sure you're not putting band-aids on like deep problems. Um, and there are other times where you got to do a cheap band-aid and be okay with it. Because you keep, you keep dropping wonderful gems. Um, yeah, I, I could, I could speak for you but for hours because I think folks would, would continuously be able to pick up just wonderful nuggets of truth of being able to remain in the profession and do the job so very well. Um, and I hope whoever is listening to this is getting just that, is getting that it's, there's this continuous uh, improvement of, of the craft. Mm-hmm. Look at what you've done. Look at what you're doing and look to see how you can do it better. Look at what you've done. Look to see what you're doing and look up to see how you can do it better. And remembering that, that um, I don't even want to say dichotomy, but the, the realization of adults and children are human beings. Therefore, it doesn't, the things you do in the classroom don't need to be super duper different, but just applied for the adults. So like, recognizing when something is a band-aid of like yeah free wings and pizza as opposed to no no this needs to be addressed more deeply because if not throwing a band-aid on this is not going to help because eventually this is going to cause for us to have to amputee and cut things off when they really need to be addressed now so thank you very much i want to give you your flowers because the more and more i talk to you no honestly and not to gas you up but the more and more i speak to you it, it is it is a joy because I remember at the beginning of my teaching career and when you were like thinking of getting into education <laughs> and us having conversations, me telling you like, hey, this is what's happening. This is what I'm doing. And now to see where you are and to know like where you are heading and recognizing like the process is just really, really great to see. And I, I, I can only imagine how wonderful teachers who have you as a, a leader must feel to know that they are seen. Um, that they're heard, and for someone to be so reflective of, hey, I didn't always do it great. I'm not doing it perfect now, but I know that I can get better, and I'm open to those, as you said, transparent conversations that don't need to be difficult. If the transparency is there, it's not going to be super difficult, so thank you for that. I appreciate it. I think you hit it on me too, right? Like, the one thing I would add to you as you're reflecting is just like as a teacher, you know, your craft is also getting better and you know that like from year one to year two, you're going to grow. I think other thing, especially being on the other side of the table is also acknowledging that your admin, your school leader is also on a continuous growth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so like, there are times I, and I remember that, right. Where you're frustrated with the people above you, you're like, ah, and then back like yo <laughs> and I know people look back at me like yo she was in year one she was just learning to swim right and as a teacher sometimes taking a step back and looking at your admin and your school leader and also acknowledge they're on a pathway and a trajectory and they're also on year one year 10 year year 20 um and they're not always going to get it right then they, they there's like a million and one decisions that have to be made in a day and and if you make 10 know that maybe six of them might be the wrong ones but the four that were right they were right <laughs> and take so, that as a win take that win yeah and share and, and and share in that win too like that also helps you overcome the difficult moments in the school year as a teacher where you're feeling undervalued yeah i'm feeling undervalued right now but were there other moments where i felt really valued um and i want to say that there's gonna be a yes there might not be right and i 
There are some places that don't feel good, aren't affirming as adults, aren't emotionally safe. And if you're in that place, like, please go somewhere else. And if you are somewhere where you're like, oh, they're doing decent work and sometimes they get it wrong, how do I approach the conversations, advocate for myself, but also keep in the back of my brain? They're in a trajectory, just like I'm on a trajectory. They're having, they're having grace for me when, you know, I drop the ball, I don't turn in my grades on time. Yeah. <laughs> I have grace for them when they do X, Y, Z. So yeah. that's what I would add to it. But I appreciate it. Yeah, and you, you've always been transparent in your process. And like, I also was around when you first started teaching. Yep. So you never painted it as... Um, as all rainbows and roses, but I also appreciate that I've always told folks I'm going to stay in this job um, for as long as I can be positive in this job. And I feel like that has been something that you've maintained. It's easy to become uh, jaded over doing this work, right? It's easy to kind of like put on a mask, be like, I'm just here to do the job and not enjoy the relationship that we have with the kids. And like, you continuously held on to that. And that's also something I keep, I keep in the back of my brain, right? Like I tell myself, if I go a day and I don't laugh at work, this, this, uh, this is the time for me to put in a resignation. I want to enjoy my job. This is, this is the privilege my parents worked really hard for me to have. So like, I, I hold me to that. Like I enjoy this work. It's not going to be beautiful and wonderful, but there has to be enough for me to keep doing it. Amen. That's it. And this has just been another episode of the Chronicles of Misters. Thank you for, for listening in. And we hope you'll uh, pick up the gems that they dropped and listen and check us out for the next one. Yeah. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you too, friend.